0: You could do it. Keep going. The girl struggles to please. She launches herself at the word like an artist on the high trapeze. Thing! She's got it. Thing, repeats the man, a smile unseeming his face like an opening wound. Anything. Anything. Like she's on automatic. The man almost writhes with pleasure. Oh, that is good, he delights. That is well done, my dear. He almost wants to hug her. Not long now, and you'll be ready. But ready for what, he doesn't say. The submersible bubble can descend to a depth of five hundred meters, informed the guide to the fascinated oohs and ahs of the morning's tourists. The wide viewing ports around the circumference of the bubble are designed so that you don't miss a single detail of this beautiful underwater environment. Eager faces pressed against reinforced plexiglass gazed out at the coral and the multicolored fish flitting by. Our aim is to bring you as close to our wonderful marine life as possible, a brief pause, without getting wet. Everybody laughed. Everybody was feeling good. Nelson Nolan laughed, too, to begin with, until he realized something rather important, something he should perhaps have realized sooner. Everybody else was laughing at him. It was true. He glanced to his right. The woman there, she was pretending to be occupied by the viewing port, but she was laughing. She was making fun of him. And the impudent little boy on his left, he didn't even have the guile to turn away, but met Nelson Nolan's inquiring stare directly, mouth flung wide in mockery. Everybody, everybody was laughing at him. Nelson Nolan's neck whipped round. Ah, they were quick, the others. They'd snapped back to their own viewing ports, their own companions, just that fraction of a moment before he could catch them out, That microsecond before he'd have seen them, all of them, watching him, weighing him up, waiting. He felt the buzzing again. The buzzing was back inside his skull, like a switch turned on, like a warning. The others. He wasn't going to turn his back on them now. He didn't dare. That would give them their chance. What was that game he'd used to play as a child, when the other kids would let him play? You faced a wall, and everybody else crept up on you, stealthily, like murderers, like thieves. And you could turn round when you liked. And if you saw someone moving, that was all right, they were out. But if you didn't see anyone moving, they were still in. They could still get you. And they were closer every time, closing in, surrounding you, stopping you breathing. The buzzing in his head was louder now. He could hardly hear the guide speaking, even over the microphone. Allows us to maintain a comfortable temperature inside the bubble, whatever the depth. She was lying. It was warm in here, getting warmer. Nelson Nolan was sweating. There was sweat leaking thickly into his eyes, like they were slowly drowning. But he didn't dare close them. If he shut his eyes, the others would be on him. They wanted to do him harm. It was obvious. And they thought he couldn't get away, trapped with them in a bubble beneath the sea. No wonder they were biding their time. No wonder they were laughing at him. A hand tugged at his sleeve. Nelson Nolan nearly screamed. It was the little boy. Hey, mister, what fish is that? What kind of fish? A ruse. A trick to distract his attention from the others. Nelson Nolan wasn't falling for it. He struck the boy smartly across the cheek and leaped to his feet. I know what you want! He cried loudly, so he could hear himself above the buzzing. You can't have me! I won't let you! Commotion now, the others realizing that they'd been rumbled, the boy bursting into bitter tears, protesting adults standing. The guide, relentless cheerfulness, briefly paused. What's going on? As if she didn't know. His eyes darted in their sockets like hunted animals. He needed to defend himself. He needed a weapon. The others were circling him, toying with him. They'd learn. He spied a laser blade reserved for emergencies in a glass...